Welcome to See It, Stream It, Shove It. Each week we'll feature a recap and review of the latest theatrical releases, and I'll advise you whether or not you should go see it, wait for streaming, or shove it all together and pretend it doesn't exist. I'm your host, Greg, and I love movies. Throughout the last six years, I've seen nearly 1,200 movies, and I'm excited to share my thoughts and opinions, as well as other tidbits about the films I see. I look at films from both a critical eye, as well as an entertainment perspective. So, this isn't going to be one of those stuffy podcasts. Not everything I enjoy will be an awards contender, but it can be a fun, enjoyable film that is worth your time to escape your hectic life for a few hours. And, if it is a stuffy awards contender, maybe it'll appeal to you and you'll get to see a gem of a movie that maybe you didn't think of watching. So, with that said, let's get this show on the road. Last time, I covered the Best Actress race. In this episode, I focus on the whole shebang. The top banana. Best Picture. This year, the Academy went back to honoring a set list of ten films for the top prize. They are... Kenneth Branagh's Ode to His Youth and Societal Unrest in Belfast. Sean Hader's Uplifting and Inspiring Coda. Adam McKay's end-of-the-world farce Don't Look Up, Raisuki Hamaguchi's emotional road trip Drive My Car, Denny Villeneuve's sprawling epic Dune, Reynaldo Marcus Green's biopic King Richard, Paul Thomas Anderson's love letter to the 70s Licorice Pizza, Guillermo del Toro's moody remake Nightmare Alley, Jane Campion's stereotype-challenging The Power of the Dog, and Steven Spielberg's loving update of West Side Story. Let me break this group into three categories. Not a Chance, Possible Dark Horse, and The Main Contenders. The films that really stand no chance of winning, in my opinion, are Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Licorice Pizza, and Nightmare Alley. McKay's Don't Look Up was a surprise nominee, considering it was not a critic favorite by any stretch of the imagination, with a 55% rotten score on Rotten Tomatoes, not even an all-star cast could make this one a top contender. Now, I didn't mind it so much, it certainly wasn't my favorite of the year, um, I do think that 55% score is a little too low, but it, I just don't see this competing with the rest of the nominees. Drive My Car is a wonderful film from Japan, and in recent years, foreign language films have broken into the main categories, thanks to the success of Best Picture winner Parasite. However, this is no Parasite. It doesn't have the same goodwill and love behind it that that movie did. However, I will say, it didn't feel like three hours when I watched it which is a high praise for me, considering that I tend to think you should be able to tell a story from beginning to end in two and a half hours or less. Every minute of this movie was enjoyable to watch. I really liked it. I just don't see the groundswell of love that Parasite had in order to push this one over the finish line. Now, Licorice Pizza is classic Paul Thomas Anderson and definitely has its supporters, but the momentum just isn't there this year. And Poor Nightmare Alley, the classic noir tale that Del Toro told 
had everything going for it to be a top contender. It was gorgeous. It was well-directed. They even released a black-and-white version of it. Um, it well-acted. Just, it was a very, very good movie. And I thought it was going to be one of the top contenders. But then it was released, and audiences avoided it, and it just kind of went away. In fact, it showed up on streaming services like just a few weeks later, which I found very odd. Um, stylistically stunning, the film, going off on what I said earlier, did feel a tad bit too long and could have used a tighter edit, though, um, to make it a little more enjoyable to the masses. The next set of nominees that I would call Dark Horses for the win are Dune, King Richard, and West Side Story. Each of them, I think, have a path to victory, no matter how narrow that path may be. Contrary to Drive My Car, I felt every one of the 155 minutes of Dune. Full disclosure, I'm not a science fiction movie fan. I find the visuals stunning to look at, but the storylines tend to be too convoluted for me, which usually results in the film being long for the sake of being important. Um, honestly, if somebody asked me what it was about, I can just say it's about a bunch of sand. I really am not sure what that movie was about. It seemed incomplete, and from what I hear, I've never read the, the source material, but from what I hear, it was incomplete, and they're going to finish it off in part two. That said, the film does have strong support in the technical categories, and that alone could sweep it to a wind. A West Side Story similarly has strong support in technical areas, as well as Spielberg's legacy behind it, as well as a production that could have easily fallen on its face upon release. I think all of that makes this one a contender. King Richard could benefit from the ranking system used to determine Best Picture. Voters rank their Best Picture nominees from favorite to least favorite, and I think King Richard has a feel-good story that showcases the determination one family had in achieving the American dream. With few detractors, I see this possibly sneaking in on a wave of goodwill. Which brings me to the two main contenders. Oh, I'm sorry, three main contenders. This is likely a race between The Power of the Dog, Belfast, and Coda. With the most nominations this year at 12, The Power of the Dog is the one most would say has the momentum to win. I disagree, and this is where the ranking system comes into play. This movie is very divisive, and I think there will be a good amount of voters who will rank it low on their list, more so than Belfast and The Surging Coda. Both of these films have inspiring feel-good stories, and there is no better feel-good movie than Coda right now. And with its recent surprise wins at SAG and BAFTA, and last night at the Producers Guild, things are looking very, very good for them to take the top prize. The only thing that may stand in its way is the same thing that I think hurts the power of the dog's chances. There are those in Hollywood who feel that the theatrical experience is in desperate need of saving and think that rewarding a streaming movie negates the theatrical business and therefore would never vote for a streamer that didn't get a proper theatrical release. In this case, that would favor Belfast for the win. And it just might happen. 
If I were voting, my top three would be West Side Story, King Richard, and Coda. I think the times we are living in now will make the Academy choose something that makes people feel good, and Coda is peaking just at the right time, in the same way Parasite did in its winning year, and it will just edge out a win. I don't think the streaming factor is going to come into play with Coda, as it will with Power of the Dog. Even though it is an Apple movie that they released on their streaming service, I think the movie is just too much of a feel-good movie, as well as a chance for the Academy to say they did something important because it... um, It really celebrates the deaf community and celebrates the actors in that movie. Um, So I do think it's going to win. If it doesn't, then the theatrical release will prevail and Belfast will take it. So, there you have it. My picks for Best Picture. Tune in to the Academy Awards on ABC this Sunday, March 27th, to see if I'm right. And come back next time to hear my take on the latest film releases, including The Lost City, Uma, and X. See you next time. See it, stream it, shove it. Brought to you by Gregory G Productions. Music by Mysterio Music. Follow him on YouTube. All rights reserved.